0: Oh, good morning. I haven't had a chance to say to you, Happy New Year. It is good to see you all again this year. Hey, last Sunday, Jono shared a message with us around our identity and who and what we find our identity in. And we can search for our identity, who we are in so many places and so many things. And this world is telling us you should care about this and you should care about this. But John Jono shared so well, a great challenge to start 2021 off, to be a reminder that we are searching for our identity in Christ. It is Him who we find our identity in. And so for a moment, I wanna talk a little bit about the identity of our God. Who is He? What is He like? If He is the one that we find our identity in, well, really, who is He? Our God, the God of the Bible, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit, all three in one. I think there are times when we can simply take for granted or forget who our God is. How kind and gracious, merciful and loving He is. Maybe you're joining us in church for the first time or joining us online and you don't know much about God really at all. Maybe we've come with some preconceptions about who God is. Some things we've just gotten used to about what people have told us about Him. What the world and the media tell us about our God. Simply what we think about Him. But I think a really good place to start when we're trying to figure out who God is is his word, the Bible. So very quickly, in a few verses, God there's a few descriptions of who God is. He is a God of justice, He is gracious and righteous and full of compassion. He is patient with you, a God who is faithful. God is light and there is no darkness in Him at all. And the list can go on and on and on. There are so many aspects and facets to our God. God is good and God is love. 1 John 4, verse 7 to 12 says this. Dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, Since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. God is love. I think one of the best ways we can really get to know someone, to get to know their character and what they're like, is by watching them at looking at how they respond to different situations that come across their path. Sometimes I cringe of what would people think if they saw me doing that, but I think one of the best ways to get to know someone is to look at how they react. And I'm not sure about you, but um, I may be guilty of sometimes looking or hearing about someone and making some judgments before I actually get to know them. Nope, the only one in the room, okay, cool. Um, but I make some preconceptions about what this person might be like based on what other people have told me. Now, I was running a camp. This is a couple of years ago. I was running a camp, and we had about hundred kids. Uh, we had twenty-five leaders. We had uh, about twenty uh, leaders in training, five or six staff, and a friend of I, friend and I, were running this kids' camp. And if you know anything about me, I am really organised. Like this whole thing was planned weeks in advance, and we were good to go. And about five days before the camp started, uh, the admin lady at the camp, she gave me a call, and she says, hey, I've had this offer uh, from a young woman uh, from the Salvation Army who would like to come in and help out at the camp for a week, and I've told her that would be really helpful. And I said, you what? I've got all of the roles sorted, everything's already allocated, all the rosters are sorted, all the cabins are already sorted, the kids know who everything is, why would you add another person into this mix? I was furious. Sunday rolls around, the camp's about to start, and in through the door walks Sarah. Yes, Sarah, my now wife, She's not here this morning, so it's okay to tell the story. But I promise you, if you ask her, she would tell you it's all true. I was furious that she was coming to the camp. I'd never met her before. I decided I was going to be nice to her. It wasn't her fault the admin lady had done something I didn't want her to do. So I introduced myself. I said, hello, I'm Jeremiah. And she looked at me a bit funny, and she says, we met last year. I said, when did we meet last year? She says, We're at the same camp. A whole year ago? She says, you were speaking, you spoke on this and this and this, and I had no recollection. But anyway, that's a, that's a whole other story. But over the next week, my preconceptions about this person who had just come along to help were slowly worn away. And I watched as she began to serve people And the way she loved and cared for the kids in our camp. And the way she sat with our leaders and our staff when things were not going really well that week. I watched the way she genuinely wanted to help when things weren't going the way we'd planned. And fast forward a little bit, I convinced her that she should go out with me. And now we're married. But sometimes we need to watch how people respond to things so that we can really understand their character. We can know who they are. We can know their intentions, who their heart really is. I was furious when I first heard that this person wanted to come and help. Who was she? Why did she want to come? Did she really want to help? I didn't know her and I didn't like it. But over the week, i spent some time and I got to know her. Turns out she was all right. In Psalm 136, we can read a little bit about how God responds to some things. Now, I bet you'll be able to guess the second line of every line that I'm about to say, but I'm gonna read it out in its fullness. Psalms 136 says this, to our God who is love. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good his love endures forever give thanks to the god of gods his love endures forever give thanks to the lord of lords his love endures forever to him who does great wonders his love endures forever who by his understanding made the heavens his love endures forever who spread out the earth upon the waters his love endures forever who made the great lights his love endures forever the sun to govern the day his love endures forever the moon the stars to govern the night his love Endures forever. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever, and brought Israel out from among them, his love endures forever. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, his love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea, his love endures forever, and brought Israel out from the midst of it. His love endures forever. But swept Pharaoh away and his army into the Red Sea, his love endures forever. To him who led his people through the wilderness, his love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, his love endures forever. And killed mighty kings, his love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, his love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his love endures forever. And gave their land as an inheritance, his love endures forever. His inher- an inheritance to his servants, Israel, his love endures forever. He remembered us in our lowest state. His love endures forever. And freed us from our enemies. His love endures forever. He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. God is love and his love endures forever. The psalm is broken down into five sections. And each section talks to an aspect of who God is, the God that we serve and have relationship with. In the first part, it talks about God as great and good in himself. In the second, it talks about God as creator of the world. And the third is Israel's God and saviour, the chosen people which we are now a part of, as in the the fourth as our redeemer, in the fifth as the great benefactor, the great giver of all creation, God over all. And in each section, we're reminded so many times, 26 times, his love endures forever. I don't know how your last year ended or how you've started this year, Maybe you were like many people around the world who stayed up till 12 p.m. on the 31st of December 2020 to make sure that last year left. Maybe you've began this, begun this year with quiet optimism about how could it really be worse than last year. Maybe you enjoyed last year and are ready to run headfirst into 2021 and all that it could mean or bring. You may be just walking into this year ready to be led wherever God wants you to be. Perhaps you've set goals and targets for the year. Maybe this year you've put a little disclaimer on them just in case they get interrupted. But in the plans and the beginnings of this year, have you left space to plan and be led by God? Are the interruptions we have considered that might come our way, not just a worldwide pandemic, but what if God asked something of you? What if he interrupted your moments, this God of love, and asked you to step out, to step up, to give, to serve, to go on mission, to talk to someone, perhaps do something that you hadn't considered factoring in? See, there's something reassuring about this psalm. There are many passages of Scripture about trusting God and knowing the nature of God, about following His leading, about responding to His voice. It's one about times and seasons that challenge us and encourage us that there are seasons and moments where we celebrate, where we're allowed to feel and just be, where we can fail, but God is still part of it and holds it all. But this psalm, simply tells us a little bit more about God. Tells of the nature and character of God. Tells of his story, the story that he invites each of us into. Speaks of the past, of history, and his hand guiding us now. But also encourages us to to place our faith and trust in him again because of what he has done. His love endures forever. So we know our identity should be found in Christ. And whatever's going, in our li- going on in our lives, perhaps we could read the verse, uh, the psalm this way. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Give thanks because no matter the powers of the unseen spiritual world, God is still God over all. Give thanks because no matter what person is, or is in control or power, he is still Lord over all. His love endures forever. As creator of the world, to him who is in control of all natural things, the weather, time, and the moments that make us stand in awe and wonder, his love endures forever. What about as our God and saviour? To him who is just, is faithful, and ever-present, whatever our circumstances. To him who will lead us from places of captivity to places of freedom, if we follow his leading, his love endures forever. What about as our Redeemer? To Him who is the true King. When we feel oppressed or unworthy, it says that He takes down kings. When we feel labeled, when we're given to distractions, to laziness, poor mental health, weak physical conditions, injury, a bad prognosis, He set us free to those who serve Him. His love endures forever. Is the great benefactor. When we were down, he remembers us, sets us free, and he cares for all people, for his whole creation. His love endures forever. God is love, and his love endures forever. Do you believe it this morning? That his love, who he is, is for you. The love that he has is extended to you. It's who we can find our identity in. It is who gives us value and worth, a purpose to live on mission. Yeah. I remember a few years ago, I was sat with a young girl. She must have only been seven or eight. And we were calming her down after, after a let's say an incident that had happened in one of our programs. And as we were talking about all kinds of things, she just looked at me and said, quite confidently, nobody loves me. Now, there are many things in this world that break my heart, but a little seven or eight year old girl with a fractured home life is definitely one of them. And especially when I know that this statement's not true because I love her. Her youth workers love her. Her grand loves her. So I said to her, now stop for a second. Is that true? And she looks at me with her big, wet eyes. She says, no. I said, well, who loves you? The first people out of her mouth were two of her youth workers and me. And then she decided she could add a teacher from school. See, in the same spirit, we can sometimes forget who loves us. Who our God is. Love Himself. God is love and He loves you. I wonder if someone asked you, who loves you? If God or Jesus might be one of the names that comes out of your mouth. You may have failed at something, but there is something that we all need to know and remember His love endures. Forever. No matter what you've done, his love endures forever. Whatever situation you are facing for the highest valleys or the deep for the deepest valleys in the highest mountains, his love endures forever. Whether you feel it or not. His love endures forever. Whether you passed your exams last year or you didn't, maybe you lost your job or you hired 10 people, His love endures forever. It is for you. My kids aren't walking with God at the moment. My marriage is in in trouble. His love endures forever. God loves you. When things are going well, kings and giants who stand against us, the God of love, is for us. God is above every other name. Where the business is going well, when church is going well, God is good. He is love. And His love endures forever. See, see, throughout time, seasons, moments, big and small, God's there with us. He knows God of love. As that Psalm said in so many situations, after every line, when I would go, all right, you can skip two lines, we get it, now put his love endures forever. And it's going, no, in the middle of every line, his love endures forever, whatever you're going through. Seems inappropriate at the moment that God's love endures forever, but it does. The God of love. Ben, could you? come and join me again on stage. He doesn't promise that it's going to be easy. He doesn't say, I'll take all your fears and worries and remove them completely from you. In fact, in 1 Peter, it says that we should cast all our cares and worries on God because he cares for us, meaning that we will still have them and we know that perfect love drives out all fear. But we can stand confident that He loves us. This is His character. This is God's response. He sent His Son, Jesus. The ultimate act of love. He sent Him to the world for you, for me, and for all of humanity. To a broken place, he was sent. Within a community, Jesus was raised. He worked in a marketplace, but he held close to his Father, to our God, knowing what was coming, knowing the pain it would mean for Jesus. Death on a cross, he went willing, obedient to the call of his Father. His love endures forever. And Then in his moment of greatest pain, when God turned his face away from Jesus. The story doesn't end there because he rose again and he lives. Because his love endures forever. Even the grave couldn't contain it. Now we're invited directly into a relationship with him, to the one who gave it all so that no matter what time or place, whatever your plans are or the world tells you, you can know the Father. You can know your identity is found in love. It's who he is. Our God sees you as righteous and sons and daughters, as worthy. Jono encouraged us last week, that as we look up and pray a prayer that opens the doors of peace. This is the God who you are praying to. He is good and faithful, always present, full of love would you stand with me if you're able God this morning we just thank you for your love we thank you for your mercy and for your grace for your faithfulness and your goodness God, words fully can't express who you are, but we acknowledge that you are love and that you love us. We thank you for your son, Jesus, for the ultimate expression of your love. Today and this week, let it be an echo in our hearts and minds that whatever we face, the good and the difficult, your love, the very nature of who you are, endures forever. We're invited to be part of your story. God, this morning, we just release your love across this place this morning. Even the, those joining us online, that whatever space you are watching this in, God's love would just envelop you. The presence of God, your Holy Spirit, God, would you just minister now? Releasing the Father's heart of love to people. Whatever that going through, God, the good, or the difficult. Have them to know that you see them, that you care for them, that you sent your son Jesus for them. Thank you that you are love, that you love us and that we can give a small part of that love back to you. We just say we love you Jesus name.